From Phoenix to London. From L.A. to around the world. This is The Ticket. All sports, all the time, with your boys, former NFL Philadelphia Eagle, Ray Ellis, and Fan Man. Your number one fan-oriented sports talk leader, Voice America Sports. Work it, make it, do it. Makes us harder, better, faster, stronger. Hey, that's right. It's that time. You're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. That's right. You heard it, Fan Man. You yeah, heard I'm that, here. Right? You heard that? Yeah, Fan I heard. Well, I heard. I heard a. I heard a buzz. <laughs> Fan Man, I just thought I. I, I airplanes crash. I just thought I'd say Fan Man. You know, I like the way you say that. So I'm, I'm gonna say it again. You listen to Rail Sports with the number one co-host in the world. Fan Man. Hey man. Fan oh, you want? Man. Yeah, you don't want me to have my uh, my uh, my high pitch voice? No, that's your that's your trademark, man. That's oh, your trademark. trademark. Okay. Everybody, listen, you're you're known all over the world. I used to be it? a professional broadcaster, you know, on terrestrial radio, and I used to use my radio voice. You're listening to the NFL. Now, terrestrial radio for those of us <laughs> that are under the age of 25. If what does that mean? <laughs> How was your Labor Day weekend there, dude? You know what? It was great, man. It was it was one of those things. You know, it used to be, you know, when I was back on the East Coast, it was the, the last holiday of the summer before the kids went back to school. Well, you know, back here nowadays, the kids go to school, you know, at the beginning of August. So yeah, isn't it weird in Arizona the kids go to school in the second week of August and then they have, I don't know why they do that. I, well, I can't figure be, that out. What are they smoking well, over in Arizona? Well, because they let them out at the end of May, too. So that Labor Day weekend, they're already uh. off. They're having a great time. You know, if I was a kid... I think I like this schedule a little bit. You know, it gives you a chance to, you know, get started. You get a fall break, which you don't get back east. That's right. You know, so it gives them a chance to do some things. Although the athletes, like the football players, they get fall break, but they still, I mean, they can't go anywhere. They what do gotta they call stay. that they gotta break? What do they call that? Fall break. No, the bye break. No, the bye break? Yeah, the bye. They get their bye. How'd they come up with that bye? <laughs> That's the break. That's the break they get in the fall. Well, I didn't, I, well week. when it comes to us. I thought bye meant bye-bye. Yeah, the newsletter to us says fall break. But anyway, hey, what's that minute? Are you ready for some football? I am ready for some football. Finally, and this is after some, all hey. the trash talk since, uh, since the Super Bowl, Ray, we are finally ready to go into the, to the 2008 NFL football season. And all the fans out there all over the country are all excited, all ready to go, already picking their, picking their picks. La-da-da-da-da. Let's hey, go. Man, Can't it, wait until Thursday night. Giants, it, it, Redskins, you know, let's do it, baby. You're right, and it's time to go, man. But everybody always talks about, you know, now they count. You know, now the game's counting. The preseason's over, and they really don't mean that much. I, I just want to take time. I, I don't want the season to start off on a bad note, but I just want to say, you know, there's a young man again, a professional athlete, who found himself in harm's way off of the field, and not to say that he did anything wrong, because I never think anybody should ever be shot. But, you know, Richard Collier, with, you know, for Jacksonville Jaguars, a big offensive, you know, tackle, 26-year-old man, young man, is in critical condition because of multiple gunshot wounds for no apparent reason whatsoever. So, so somebody just shot him uh, just uh, right down the street? They, they, they decided to shoot, shoot at these guys? Well, again, all I can report is what I've read. And, and supposedly wow. he and another one of his you know, teammates, a guy who has been released, but was a teammate of his throughout this, you know, this past uh, training camp, uh, they were in their Escalade again. An Escalade, a very nice-looking truck. I'm sure it was very, you know, all funked out, as they called it, yeah. you know, had everything on it. A big man. Obviously, you can't mistake this person. You live in Jacksonville. He's a big man. He's got a pretty nice build, got some muscles on his body. He's got a new truck. Chances are he's a professional football well, player. Let me, let me ask you one question. Were there women involved? 
Yeah, there were a couple. Uh, here, here, but here, supposedly, but listen, <laughs> what the interesting thing is. What, what is it, that, right? It's supposedly the two women were dropping off their car, and they were going to get in, in the car with these guys and go for a ride. Now, here, check this out. A person was later interviewed, according to what I read, who was the fiancé of one of these women, which it was, and he had nothing to do with the shooting. He heard about it, and he was interviewed, and one of those two women was his fiancé. So it wasn't like it was you know, a jealous guy who rode up on them and saw him with his girlfriend or his fiancé and did the shooting. It was supposedly some other guys of which, you know, allegedly got away, and, you know, I'm sure the police are out after him, and they'll probably catch him, but... It's just senseless. I don't care if you're an athlete or not. You know, come on. The shooting, the killing, what is that all about? So, anyway, I just, I my, my prayers about. go out I, to I, him. I can never figure out all the shooting and killings. I, what, do, what does it mean? What does it prove to anybody or yeah. anything? You end up in the big house, and there you are. Spread your cheeks and look to ha- look out. Hey, that's, and that's, so, what, that's what your life is. That's right. So, my, my prayers go out to him and his family and the rest Same of the team. Here. and that Hopefully, they can get off on a... On a better start, then th- this is not good news for that team whatsoever. But uh, hey, that's I did want really bad news for the for the Jaguars starting out. And they're 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 a pretty good team, so they're going to. They have are. Some, they, now they have some issues because of this uh, this uh, little intrusion. That's right, and and we're going to talk about you know some good teams, some bad teams, the best teams, the worst teams, the divisions. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, we're going to talk ask about you some a question c- as a prof- you as a former professional athlete, former football player for the Eagles and the Browns. Do you think, and I, you know, and then I want to get into the standings and all this and that. And who who do you think is going to win and blah blah blah? But do you, do you do you think the preseason should be only two games instead well, of? Well, here's four? the thing about it. You know, what many people have said, and they continue to say that preseason doesn't count. And we're going to get into something that shows that preseason does count. It is actually an extended job interview for a lot of people. It's, and it is extremely important, for those, particularly for those people who are, who are backups. You, you have to have time to see how well they can perform in game-like situations. Now, if you've got a guy like a LaDainian Thompson, you know, Thomason, who you know is going to be your starter, or mm. if you've got somebody like, you know, Brian Westbrook, who you know, who's, or Donovan McNabb, you don't need those guys to participate in the preseason games. Just right. like Tom Brady hasn't participated, you know, just like Peyton Manning has not participated. They don't need to participate. But well, you know, if you look at the standings for, for, for the preseason, New England's 0-4. And, 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 you know, all the guys on TV, on NFL, and, you know, all the different stations are saying, you know, the New England, are they going to be able to come out of this? Are they going to be able to be the team that they're supposed to be? And I would agree that they are going to be the team they, they're going to be because they're playing all the backups and the guys who want to make the squad. And they're not going to put their frontline players out there to get hurt. So, the, like you said, the preseason means nothing, and basically it's a job interview. Well, it, it means nothing in terms of the record, in terms of wins and losses. Uh, I, but I do believe, I mean, anytime you're keeping score, I want to win. So mentally, I don't ever want to get accustomed to winning or losing. But in terms of if you make the playoff, it doesn't go against your record to prevent you from making the playoffs or not making the playoffs. Yeah, but but in terms of, of a frame there, of, hey, Ray, there's a lot of fans out there that really look at the preseason as a uh, window to the regular season. I totally disagree with them. I mean, I look at preseason football, and after the first or, first or second quarter, I'm, I'm not watching anymore. I mean, you know, I'm just not into it. Um, 
I, I just feel like I want to see the starters. I want to see what they're doing, see if they got their act together. Like the Cardinals, you know, with Matt Leinart and, and, uh, and Kurt Warner, and then finally there was a decision made that Warner's going to be the starting quarterback. Just to see those type of play, who who's really going to step up to the line and, and do what they got to do in their job to make sure that the team gets to the playoffs. And that's the, the first, and, you know, when they do the first, uh, you know, quarter when they play the starters, and that's about it. And then other times you'll see a couple of players like Hightower from the Cardinals, really, really good, and that running back in Pittsburgh. What's his name? The running back, that guy, was, I was watching that game the other day in Pittsburgh. Well, you know, when you talk about... He's really good. But, but when you talk about that, fan man, what, what you have to realize is, see, these are some college players that are coming into the league who have yet to get a chance to play. Right. And if, and if they don't get a chance to play in the preseason, then you're going to have... It's like, okay, well, then how are you going to find out if, if they're good enough to actually perform or not? And so you have to get a chance where they can now compete against not just you know the guys that they've been playing against in college you know but to play against the best talent that, that's out there and that's what they use the preseason for to see if indeed these guys can cut it if they can make the team or not i agree with you 100 percent. you know and and that's what it's supposed to be like you said it's a job interview you go out there and show us i mean i saw a, 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 the dallas game i think it was a dallas where the player uh he what did he do oh he fumbled the ball Right, I think it was a fumble, and I could be totally wrong here, but I, he fumbled the ball like on the ten yard. No, no, it was the kicker. They kicked the they kicked the ball to Dallas, whoever they were playing, can't recall. But they kicked the ball to this guy, and this guy touched the ball, and he dropped the ball, and um, the the other the the other team, whoever it was, you know, just went in for a touchdown. And I said to myself, "Well, he's cut." I mean, well, yeah, well, like, well like fam, man, you, this guy could you, catch the ball, and then it bounced out, and the other team just slammed on it and got a touchdown out of it. Well, and that, that would be, you know, in a playoff game or in a game in a situation where you need to get to the playoffs, that, that player didn't, couldn't, couldn't do the job. Well, see, that's things that you and I have talked about in the past, and a lot of people, again, they don't understand how can one mistake mm-hmm. cause the person their job because one mistake can be the difference in winning a Super Bowl or losing a Super Bowl. Well, and you know, just, I looked at that play, and as a coach, I would have said, you know, as soon as he did that, you're gone, dude. You're out of here. Because, and, and Dallas, you know, was winning the game. Dallas, and now they're going to lose the game because this guy made one simple mistake. He didn't catch the ball. And that's what happens. I mean, you, you only get one chance. I mean, right. and unfortunately, when you're a rookie, that one chance that you get, you got to make that play because you may never get another chance. Yeah, that, right. that, that, that will be it from you. You know, and and I, and I think you were you were saying something about. Um, I, I I think earlier you were you were mentioning something about the, the Pittsburgh Steelers in their running game. You know, and I I think you asked me a question. I'm sorry I didn't answer that, but that was Rashad Mendenhall. I think you were talking yeah, about Yeah, Mendenhall. He is yeah. he is yeah. now he's having fumbling problems. But I yes. watched this kid play, and I was really impressed with with the, with his running ability. And yeah, he's fumbling the ball because he's. He's just not sure of himself with the ball, but when you watch him run and the power that this guy has, is, he is phenomenal. Well, I, I mean, think I really I'm, I'm going to disagree with life. you. I'm going to disagree. It's not because he's not sure of himself. Many times, different players have a problem with adjusting the ball, you know, trying to switch it from one arm to another, t- securing the ball, you know, making contact and trying uh-huh. to fight for some extra yards. As a matter of fact, uh, Tiki Barber had a, a, a terrible problem with fumbling the ball early in his career. He, he changed the way he carried the ball several times to the point he finally got to the point where he started, you know, carrying it high Yeah, well, Mendenhall is a rookie, too, and he's, you know, he's the type of guy who's going to be around for a long time. But just watching the excitement that he brings to the team, the way he ran that ball and, and the thrust of it, the way he just, just pounds those defensive ends, I mean, it's, it's, it, that line is incredible. 
I mean, well, I, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. The Cardinals don't have players like that. Well, I certainly like yeah. it. You know, there there are two when I look throughout the league, and we're going to talk about that, but there are two teams that I think when you look at them in terms of their running game, you know, they just have a two-platoon attack when it comes to the running backs. Who's that? And, and I think that they just are going to do a tremendous job, you know, with their running yeah, game. What teams but, are you uh, talking about? Well, I'm going to tell you a little bit later. Oh, it's a secret. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to tell you that. But listen. I love secrets. Uh, let, let me ask you something because we're going to go into a little break here. You know, just thinking about it, uh, as, you, as you go down the league now and you think about some of the teams, and the teams, it comes from the, from the top down. Are there any teams out there that you could think about where the coach, you know, hey, the coach is really in trouble this year. If he doesn't win, he, he may be out of there. Are any, are any teams that kind of stick out in your mind where that could possibly happen to them? Uh, yeah, uh, the 49ers. That would okay. be one. The Cardinals would be another one. No, the Cardinals? Yeah, I think the Cardinals, if the Cardinals don't, if the Cardinals do not pull this off this year and get into the playoffs, I mean the playoffs. They have to get into the playoffs. Not an 8-8 season. they got to get into the playoffs. If they don't get in, I feel there's going to be some changes made. Okay, fam, and listen, we got music. You know what that means. You're a veteran. You're not a rookie. When you hear music, we got to take a break. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Fam, man. And we'll be right back after this message. now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. I'm Joe Wood, president of Famous Footwear. We are a proud sponsor of March of Dimes' premier walking event, March for Babies, formerly known as Walk America. More babies begin healthy lives because of March of Dimes' research and programs. And with our support, we can do even more for families all over America. One day, all babies will be born healthy, but we have to walk to get there. Join the March for Babies. Sign up at marchforbabies.org. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports all 
right, we're back. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Fan man. Hey, fan man, listen, I, you know, I, listen, I like the high voice, man. Let me go back to this. Fan stuff. man. <laughs> Let me go back to this. You, you mentioned... You mentioned before we left, we were talking about some coaches that I felt were in a hot seat if they didn't perform this year, the team, that the coach was going to take it, okay? Now, you believe that Wizenhunt is one of those guys. Well, let me give you a couple people that I believe, okay? Okay, uh, yeah. Let's Cincinnati let's Bengals, Marvin Lewis doesn't win. He's out of there. Marvin Lewis with uh, the Cincinnati, uh, Bing- Cincinnati no, 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 Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati, right? Okay. Ocho Cinco. Hey, hey. If he, hey, if it doesn't happen, he and Ocho Cinco. Uh, Ocho Cinco may be there. Well, you know I, what? You know what? He's had a long time over there in Cincinnati to turn that team around, and he hasn't done so. So I think, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. He's probably on his last. Okay. Uh, his last. Uh, okay. Well, I don't shoes. know about. He's been. Yeah. In 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 the NFL, he's been there for a long time. Okay. I want to look at another guy. Uh, I'm sorry, but uh, Jeff Fisher, Tennessee Titans. He's probably. He's been there more than as long as anybody else currently in their position. If Jeff doesn't win this year, uh, and I think beyond just making the playoffs, I think he's got to go deep into the playoffs. Uh, Jeff may be out of there. I would agree with you on that one too. Jeff Fisher yeah, see, was uh, Jeff Fisher was the defensive coordinator with the Eagles for a long time. And he ended up as the head coach down yeah, there. So I, he, I thought Tennessee would do something, but they never do anything. Nothing well, ever okay, that puts him in a hot seat. Also, yep, I want to go to Chicago Bears and Lovey Smith if, if they don't do something too. I think. I think they may want to get Lovey. They didn't extend his contract. He had a long, I mean, he had a short contract. This may be the last year, but I don't think they did anything with it. I could be wrong, but I don't I think, think they, they did. I think they gave him more money. He, they, that's what they did. They gave him more money. Well, I don't know if they, they gave more. I don't think they extended the contract. So he I, might I be just, on the hot seat. I, I would agree with you there. And now I'm going to go to another guy, and I'm going to see, because I, I, I think, you know, it's going to be on him too, and that is Wade Phillips. If the Cowboys, it's not just the playoffs. They've uh, got to be more my than number that. one choice to be kicked out. Say that again. He would be my number one choice to be kicked out. Oh, Wade Now, Jerry, is that because Jerry Jones has put a, uh, a a sparkling team together in Dallas, and if they don't pull this off, if they don't get into at least into the NFC Championship game, um, I think he's gone. Yes, yeah, and and I then agree. I got to look at uh, when I go over here and I look at the uh, AFC West. I, I'm sorry, but my good buddy there, Herman Edwards, with the Kansas City Chiefs. If Herman doesn't win, he, he I think he's out of there. Um. He did a good job with the Jets, didn't he? Yeah, well, that's what the What have you done for me lately, the Jets? That's again, what do you have done? Yeah, what yeah. have you done for me lately? I understand Herm, that really wholeheartedly. Yeah, Herm, Herm's going to, he, he's going to be out of there. So, uh, you know, I, it's just, uh, it's what, just what a couple. What about San Diego? What about good old, uh, uh, you know, uh, North? Well, you know, the thing about it is uh, <clears throat> I was going to get to that, too, because as far as teams, you know, I was just going to throw them into my analysis of teams and mm-hmm. I was going to say that of that team the Chargers if they don't make it to the Super Bowl then I'm just going to give up on that team so I, I guess again the leader is Norv so yeah you're expecting he got rid of Marty you know he you know he started off slow and everybody was a little again, bit upset again the fans in San Diego have to be really pissed off Marty Schartenheimer 14-0 blah 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 all this great stuff if they would have kept you know and you know Marty you, 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 you play for Marty and and Marty Schottenheimer, the fans in San Diego, really want to have a winner. And North Turner, has I don't think he's done anything. He has some great, good, very, very good football players on that team. Well, I, I would just say that if you ask me, since you got rid of Marty, has that team improved tremendously no, or hasn't. at all? And I would say no. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. It hasn't. So I, I would say no. So, so let's, okay, so now that we've, now that we've said that, uh, let, let's just take a look and, and kind of go around the league. Because it's, it's, coming that, it's becoming that time where you've got to make some decisions in terms of, okay, 
uh, what's going to happen, who's going to win, and, and, and who's not going to win. So I, I want to take a look at first, you know, let, we talked about some of those coaches. Okay, let's, let's look at some of the, what possibly be key, could be some of the best teams. And, and let's look at, you know, let's start with the AFC North, because we don't talk much about the AFC so North. So AFC East, North, or South? Yeah, okay, so let's look at the AFC North, of which you got the Baltimore Ravens, the Bengals, the Browns, and the Steelers, and the you Steelers, know, right. who That's do you right. think? Who do you think is the best team in in that division? I think it would be the Steelers. And and I, you know, we don't ever agree. We don't ever agree. But we agree on that. But I gotta say to you, Thank and you. you know what? And if the Steelers don't win, hey, hey, they're expect. I think people expect them to win. Now, I think the most improved team, even over last year's improvement, I think the Browns are going to come and improve themselves even more this year. But I think in terms of what is the best team in that division right now, I think it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. I, I would uh, wholeheartedly agree with you. I think the Steelers are going to be in the running for the AFC Championship myself. Okay, now, I, now, I okay, really now, now, now we're going to move on to that next division in AFC because, again, we don't talk about that much. Are we going to the a- South or East? Uh, let's do the South because down there you okay, got the Tech. The South te- team would be the Titans, the Jaguars, the Texans, and the Colts. So you pick. No, 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 no. Okay, no, 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 so uh, okay, wait. Okay, since you said that, I'm gonna go ahead. Okay. And go because ahead. I like Jacksonville, I think Jacksonville last year, I they could have made it into. I like Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I, you know what? I, I I'm gonna agree with you because I think the Colts are gonna have problems this year. The Texans forget about them, and the Titans, like you said, Jeff Fisher's on his last legs over there. Um, I, I I would say I would I would think that it'd be the Jaguars and the Titans in that division. And, and let me say this to you, because of what's happening, and because of what's happening with Jack Del Rio and his team there, and, and, and the fact that there have been a lot of things that's happened on, off the field, and it's been under the radar, but they've had quite a few guys there have had some off the field problems, and I don't know what it is, you know, I'm always a little biased with the players, but still, he's had a chance now, you know, to put that team together, to mold and shape, that's his team. And I think they got to go to the next level, and they got to get a Super Bowl, you know, appearance here. Else he might be out. Now, let me say something. I think a team that may sneak up on some people in that division, the Houston Texans. I, I just don't know. I don't know why. Really? But I don't think I so. Think I watched them in preseason. I, 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 I don't know. But I, it, I, they could, because of the fact that some people might overlook them. See, the Tennessee Titans are not going to sneak up on anybody. Everybody knows Jeff Fisher plays aggressive defense, and you're going to be prepared when you play them. The Indianapolis Colts, you know, come on. You, you, you got Peyton Manning. You're not going to sneak up on anybody. Everybody knows how strong the Jaguars are. The only team that could possibly sneak up on you, it could be Houston Texans. You could be, you have another big game the, 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 the next week, the following week, and you're going to kind of take it easy and try to prepare for that team. But you don't do that in NFL every week, you know, on any given Sunday. But if there's possible a possible team to sneak up on you in that division, it could be the Texans. So let's move to the okay, East. Okay, let's go to the AFC East. Now we're talking the Dolphins, Jets, Buffalo Bills, and the New England Patriots. Okay, now, okay, now, okay. If I just pick the team of that of that division of the of the South, who do you pick to come out of the East? Who do you think? Uh, I, I, you know what? I have to say, you know, the Patriots. I mean, I hate to say it, but, you know, I'm an Eagles fan, but I have to say the that's Patriots a, you are going to stop But that's kind of like the homer pick. You, you know, come oh, on. Oh, you, so you want, okay, I would say the Jets. Okay, now you're going with Brett Favre. Now, yeah, you know what, I, 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 I might have, now I think, listen. Minute, I think Brett Favre is going to show the Green Bay Packers and everybody in the NFL and all the fans, hey, I still got what it takes to win, and I'm going to take this team, I, I, this team this year to the playoffs. That's what I think is going to happen with the Jets. Well, I don't think they're going, to get, they're going to get into the AFC Championship game, but I think it's going to be a very exciting year for the Jets and the Jets fans. 
Well, one thing that I watched, I watched preseason, and I, and I think I told you this during one of the shows. You know, I saw the Buffalo Bills. And the Buffalo Bills look good to me. Yeah, they look good to me too. But the, I, for some reason, I'm, I'm, it's the Brett Favre thing with me with the Jets. And, and if, if, if Favre wasn't with the Jets, I would go with the Bills. Well, you know, there's, you know, you can ride emotion. I mean, that's what uh, you know. Many times, this is a game of emotion. A, t- a team. You often hear when a game is going on. You often hear people say they're flat. They're not playing with any emotion. I think that the New York Jets. They're going to get a spark from Brett Favre. Brett Favre approaches every game with emotion, and that's it's something totally for winning attitude. Yeah, and that's something yeah. for people to pick up on. They talk about that in Philadelphia about Donovan McNabb having fun. These are guys that play the game and they leave the game with emotion. In the event that see, you don't see it, I've had people get pissed off at me when Donovan McNabb makes a mistake or he, or he has a great play. He's always smiling. He he plays the game in as fun. He has and, a good time with it. And that's what it's, it's called football is supposed to be. It's a game. You right. just so it's happen to get paid for it. That's all. It's a game. And it should be fun. And if you're not having fun, then it's, you know, again, it's, it's, it's the labor. And you don't want to do that because nobody wants to do You want to have fun playing this game. And I think that Brett is going to bring a new kind of energy to the New York Jets. And if you see a game where Brett's not having fun, then you might be concerned if they're going to win that game. But as long as he's having fun and the media now, even though Brett – is somewhat accustomed to the media. He's not accustomed to the media to this degree. And the media could be somewhat overbearing to him because, again, in the New York market, they're going to want to have access to him much more than he's ever had to make himself available to the media. Well, in you the know past. what I see? I see a uh, Joe Namath, uh, you know, I mean, could. But Brett's Joe not a Joe Namath kind of guy. About this. They, they bring in Brett Favre, Joe Namath back in the third Super Bowl. You know, they got them all over the NFL, you know, on TV about Joe Namath winning the Super Bowl. And it'd be, it, wouldn't it be great if Brett Favre came in and, went, and took the Jets to the Super Bowl and won it? Wouldn't well, that be You know, great? I listen, I, I think he finally, you know, I think Brett would like to do. He would like to go out on top. There's no doubt about it. He would like to do what Michael Strahan did, and that is to come back to win the Super Bowl and walk away and on walk his away a long term. That's right. Yeah. He, he, he would like to do that, you know, and I'm not uh, sure he's going to do that. I have a feeling it's either, you know, either going to be the Jets uh, or it's going to be uh, the Patriots in that division and, or, and, 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 the, and the AFC East. Let's go to the AFC West. That's the San Diego Chargers, Broncos, uh, Kansas City Chiefs, and the uh, Raiders. Well, you know, I, you know, I got, you know I'll, I'll do the Homer thing here. Okay. You, you got to pick the San Diego Chargers. You know, I'll do that. But I will also remind you what I said a little earlier. If they don't win now, it's over. I mean, it's done. They got to, you know, get Norville rid of will be kicked out of town. Oh, yeah. And the team, I mean, you know, they're already in San Diego. You know, it's, it's, it's again, you know, L.A. is a little different. You know, with L.A., there's this mystique about the Raiders and, you know, and, and just California. But, you know, San Diego is like a, a world of its own. But I don't think San Diego is known. When you think about football and toughness and all that, you don't get that out of San Diego. And so I don't think people really expect the San Diego Chargers to be the Super Bowl champions of the National Football League and world champs. Well, I, um, I would pick the Denver Broncos myself. Well, I think the Broncos are going to do something this year. I have a, I have a good feeling about them. Well, I, I'm going to tell you this. Listen, the, the Raiders... You know the thing about again uh, the Raiders—they're Raiders, not going anywhere. Well, yeah, the Raiders. Got a lot are, of issues, but the Raiders. There, there are high expectations, you know, coming out of you know Oakland for the Raiders, and and that is because 
you got two premier football players. You got two of the best football players. You know, one yeah, they do, but they don't have a team that surrounds those two great football players. That's why I'm not picking the Raiders. I don't well, think the see, Raiders are going to do anything. I mean, they got they, they this great quarterback, and they got all these people. And you know, I, I don't. You know, they haven't done anything in years. Well, I don't know because I'm looking at the. A you long know, I like rebuilding the. Process. I like the two guys they have at corner. I like the Raiders secondary. You know, I, I think the Raiders could possibly now again. The Raiders are not going to sneak up on anybody because you got a guy who's, who's everybody knows a very good running back in co- a great running back in college, but you still got to prove yourself in the National Football League. Right, and well, I, let's move on now to the NFC. Let's start with the favorite division of all, the NFC East: Redskins, Cowboys, Giants, and the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, wait a second. Eagles. Why do you say that's the you know favorite division? Well, because I like the NFC East, so I'm being a little bit uh, more discriminating here. Oh uh, yeah, right? see. Because so, that's not everybody's favorite. Well, I don't care about them. I care about me. But you know what? I got. But I just said that just to pick a fight <laughs> with you because guess what? It was chosen by a lot of people as being the toughest division in football. Well, that's all you hear on the radio and, and, and on, the, uh, on the television networks is the NFC East is the toughest division in football for this upcoming season. Well, why do you think that? Do you think I it's don't because know why that is. Why is that? Well, they got a lot of great players on all these different teams. Well, I, I certainly hope so. You know, and they get the Super Bowl champs, which is the Giants, on Thursday playing the Redskins. It's going to be a great game. It's going to set the standard. It's going to set it on Thursday about the Giants. Okay, I'm going to set this. It. I'm going to set the tone for this commercial because we got music. Oh, okay. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice of America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Amen. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back with Eric Butts from Butts and Butts Fantasy Sports after this message. Yes. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spies are especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Jack, he'll get you right back to your head. JackLaLane.com presents Jack LaLane Live on the Voice America Health and Wellness Radio Network. Each week, Jack is joined by Elaine LaLane and his nephew, bodybuilder, kinesiologist, and personal trainer, Chris LaLane, to answer your questions and help you overcome your fitness roadblocks. That's three times the diet and fitness know-how. Three times the entertainment. Tune in every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific to Jack LaLane Live on the Voice America Health and Wellness Radio Network. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. Marcos O'Neill. He's a 
Got shot. it. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. We're back. You're listening to Real Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Sandman. And listen, if anybody out there would like to call in, of course, you can always call us at uh, 866-472-5788. That's a toll-free number. Or you can email me. You can email me at rayellis at rayellisports.com. And, uh, and hey, I you know what? One thing. We might have a, we might have a caller uh, calling called Nate the Snake. Nate the Snake. Yeah, I just got a, uh, an email. He might be calling in. Well, speaking of email, uh, w- w- remind me that I got to answer this email that I got uh, yeah, last your week. Emails. That's, that's the issue. Yeah, I, I didn't answer, and I, I apologize. Since Carson, you're the host of the show, you have to do this kind of thing. I, I know. Carson sent me an you email last week, and I responded to his email, but I want to address his email oh. on the air, but we're not going to do it now because we're going to save it for that division called the NFC West. But, but first of all, Let's get back to that, but let, let's let's join. Well, well, let's go through this very quickly, and then we'll and then we'll get butts and butts on. Hey, okay, hey, Eric, you want to hold? You want to jump in this for a minute? Yeah, listen, I don't know if I can trump a guy named the Snake, so yeah, I don't mind holding. <laughs> I don't mind putting in my two cents. Whatever you guys want me to do. So hey, well, hey, problem. listen. Be calling in. Hey, listen, guys. All I know is you got the snake and you got butts. This I don't know where this is going, man. You got snakes me, and butts, man. Me neither. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> and you got <laughs> fan man, you know. Butts so guys. Snake. Okay, okay, fam, and we started to talk about the NFC East, which is this covenant, you know, division of which everybody just seems to love. Uh, they got one Super Bowl in the last two, you know, of course, uh, the AFC uh, uh, over there in Peyton Manning, you know, of course, they got the one before that. Uh, but we took it from them last year. The, the NFC East took it from the AFC East. Right. So well, my, let's you know look what, at the know, NFC East. Right. Who right. do you see coming out of that division? Okay, who I see, and I, you know, I... I I have to Don't say be a home. I know my team is the Philadelphia Eagles, but I have to say that the Eagles are going to do something this year. I think the Eagles are going to be at the top of their game. They are at the top of their game, and I think they're going to be in the NFC Championship. I got this really, really good feeling. And I also think that um, the uh, Redskins are going to be in there. I just have this feeling, watching those guys play, I, I feel that the Redskins are going to do something. Cowboys, you know what? I just don't, I don't see it. I don't see it with the Cowboys and the Giants. Like, you know, they won the Super Bowl last year, and I think they're going to be up there, but uh, they'll probably be, you know, 8-8. Eight eight. Oh, um, Eric, of course, you're with us now. We're, we're talk, we've gone through, you know, several divisions, and, and we're right now in the NFC East, and we're trying to pick the elite team out of that division that perhaps maybe is the one that's expected to win that division. Who do you think might come out as the winner of that division? I agree with Sandman. I have a feeling that Philadelphia is going to do something special this year, go back to the 2005 Philadelphia Eagles. But when you look at it on paper, it's hard to say that the Eagles are better than the Cowboys right now. Uh, and, you know, it hurts me to say that, man, but i got to speak the truth. When I look at it position by position, uh, it used to be that the secondary was the Eagles' strong point, and with the Cowboys getting Adam Jones, They've kind of caught up to us a little bit there to where now I think running back is the only place we've got the edge and also linebacker. So, Eric, you're saying, Eric, you're saying, you're saying it's going to be the Eagles and the Cowboys for the NFC Championship? I would not be surprised. Okay, to see I that. wouldn't be surprised either. And the Redskins, I do hear you there, fan man. Uh-huh. Although the Redskins always seem to fall apart. Uh, I think their receivers are too young this year. I think it might be one more year until you see some, something special out of the Washington so, Redskins. So, where are you at on this? Well, you know what? That that would be something special to see the Eagles and the Cowboys in the NFC Championship game. You got to go back to the last time 
Oh, well, not not the last time, but you got to go back to, yeah, the last time they played in that. Of course, the Eagles won that game and went on to win. I mean, it went on to uh, face the Raiders in the Super Bowl, and, of course, they lost that game. Right. Uh, but I, I will say this. Uh, you know, I think, Eric, I think I heard you say that you have to give the edge to the Eagles in the running game. And I, I mentioned something to the fan man a little earlier, and I'll address it right now in terms of a two-platoon running attack. And I think Pittsburgh possibly – and the Cowboys possibly this year will have the best two platoon running game. I, I just think you know you got Jones and then and and, and of course you, you you got Barber down there. I think they got a very good running game. Uh, but I but one thing about the Eagles when I look at the Eagles on paper, and again you never know you can't count what's on paper. But I saw in the preseason game I used to be concerned with the Eagles that if Donovan went down they were done. I don't feel that way after this preseason. I, I feel comfortably that the Eagles could continue to prosper even if Donovan were to go down. I think they will have a very good year this year. And I'm going to go with them. I'm going to pick them to win the East. I'm going to pick well, them to right, win so the you're East. Gonna, you're, right, you're going to pick the Eagles to, to win the East, then. That's exactly right. Okay, I'm let's pick go to the them. NFC North, Detroit Lions, Chicago Bears, Green Bay Packers, and the Minnesota Vikings. Well, I think that's – you know what? Again, I think for me – you know, when you look at that, Lovey, I already told you what Lovey's got to do. Lovey's got to perform, or Lovey's probably going to be gone. You know, I, the Detroit now. Detroit's got a real good running back in there. They got a, they got a young kid that uh, that they brought in there this year, and I, and I thought he looked, you know, really good in preseason. Kevin Smith does look good. They also just signed Rudy Johnson, who the Bengals. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. So you know, so you know, and 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 again, Rudy's a veteran guy. You know, he can run the ball. He does well. But I'm going to go with Minnesota. I, I think Minnesota's just got to do it this year, and I think they're prepared to do it this year. So you know, I'm going to pick the Vikings. I, I, I totally agree with you. I think the Vikings are going to be up there. Uh, the Lions, the Lions, they're an up-and-coming team. Uh, Bears, eh. Uh, Green Bay Packers, forget it. Uh, I think it's the Vikings this year for, the, for that uh, division. I think the Lions without March are actually going to be a better team, but I think it's going to be one more year for them, and I actually picked. Uh, the Vikings to be my surprise. Eric, I agree with you. Let's go to the NFC yep. South: uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Atlanta Falcons, the Carolina Panthers, and the New Orleans Saints. Well, I tell you what, Eric, I'm gonna give you a shot at that first, man. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give the fantasy guy a shot at that one. I think the Saints are the favorite to win the division. I would say, don't be surprised if the Buccaneers come up and surprise everybody. I think uh, it's a question of whether. Garcia can take him really far, uh, you know, as far as the playoffs go, but I think he's got enough to, to have them get the edge and win the division. Fan man, go ahead. Take uh, a shot. You know, I would agree with Eric. Uh, Buccaneers, uh, there's a team to look out for. The Falcons, forget it. The Panthers, they could be there, and I think the Saints, um, it's going to be between the Saints and the Buccaneers. Well, Okay, guys. I, I guess I'll be the wild card guy here. Now, I, I'm, I'm the Panthers. I mean, the Panthers got to do it. They're another one of those teams. Either they got to produce or they're done. You know, you've been coming close for a long time. You know, but it's time for them to step up again. You know, they they always play real good football. Hey, right. Remember, hey, Eric, and right. Remember, this is all on tape on archive. So we will have to look back at this six weeks from now and see where we are. Yeah, and, and, and then and marks on the Panthers. That's right. exactly right. But because okay, of the question marks, I'm going to hear that again, right? Who? Because the Panthers, Who? and because of the question marks, Who? that's why you got to step up. Because the question marks mean either you do 
or you're dead. Okay. You know, and Machine and, and Muhammad all, and Machine Muhammad and Balloon only have so much left in the tank. So. That's exactly right. So you got to do it's do or die for them. You know, otherwise there'll be a lot of changes down there, and you know, and, and, they and were, we know they what happened. They were great together, Ray. Machine and Delhom were great together, and they're back together now. So I think they could spark something. There you go. There you go. Through, so I don't so remember, we'll go back to this tape well, when when Fan Man thinks he wants to put me on the spot. But oh, being, I put you on the spot. <laughs> hey, but listen. <laughs> Okay, here we go to the NFC West. Hey, let's, hey, fan man, hold on a second. I want to hold on to that because I want to finish on that note because we're going to have a long conversation. Like, why don't we just go into a little bit of fantasy stuff right now because I want to finish on your favorite team here in the Valley. So, and my favorite team, the <laughs> Tweety Birds? Hey, so, hey, hey, Eric, tell us a little bit. What, what fantasy, tweet, man? What's tweet, happening? Tweet. I mean, I'm sorry. Eric, you're going to tell us a little bit about fantasy? I mean, is this, this is it now, right? Draft time this coming up, draft time the happening? Draft, most of the drafts have already happened, so it's now down to looking at the matchups this week, seeing where you can have the advantage, what guys are going to come out big in week one. So uh, now it comes down to strategy and matchups. So. Well, let uh, me ask you something. During the, during the draft, you know, what, in, in, in terms of what you believe, who was the most coveted person out there to try to make sure you had that person in this fantasy football world? Well, of course, uh, put it this way. I drafted four times. LaDainian Tomlinson went number one in all four drafts. After now, that, okay. it was a, a split. Two drafts that, that gave a lot of points to running backs that catch balls, Westbrook went second. The other two, uh, Adrian Peterson went second. And it was pretty much running back, running back, running back in all drafts except one draft. Brady snuck up and was the third pick, and Westbrook went fourth. Now I know that Ladanian has been—you he, know—he's been a scoring machine here. To, you know, the past few years he's been playing football. But somebody asked Barry Sanders this question, and I—I I just want to ask this to you, both of you guys: If you had, you know, one ticket in your hand that you could use to go see anybody play, is that person Ladanian Thompson? Uh, you know, I, w- I would say Barry Sanders. I would love to see Barry Sanders play in person. Okay, well, are we okay. saying all time, or are we just no, saying no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, right, Eric. Thank you. Is it all time or no? No, it- I want to say now. I, 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 excuse me. I'm talking about present day player because oh, okay. Ladainian is, is a hot guy in the fantasy league because he scores a lot. But if you got one ticket that you can go to one game wherever you want to see play pro football, who would the player that you want to see today? I think that Westbrook is the biggest weapon in the NFL, but to me there's something special about Adrian Peterson that since I've seen Westbrook, you know, 20 times in my life, I would say if I had one ticket, I would go see ADP. Uh, For me, it would be Westbrook. I don't blame you. He is amazing to watch. Amazing. I would love to see him play in person. You know, and one thing about it, you know, and the and reason why I asked you guys is because, again, we're talking, this is kind of fantasy stuff here, man, because when they were asking Barry that question, you know, for me to think about it, but but Barry kind of pulled one of the things that 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 you guys did, and that was, you know, uh, he said Barry Sanders. Well, you, when the family said Barry Sanders, he's not playing right now. Well, he said Jim Brown. But for me, in today's game, I think the the exciting thing is that when a guy touches the ball, you never know what he's going to do, and he can take it. He can make things happen. He can improvise to the point whereas he can turn something in the, that was nothing at all into a, a huge play. And I, I, I'm thinking right now, you know, back then, yeah, Barry Sanders was that kind of guy. Right now, in today's game, I don't think that's LaDainian Thompson. I think that's Brian Westbrook. 
I agree. Well, Westbrook's been doing it for years. It's great. Yeah. I, I I can't wait to the, the Eagles play to watch him watch him go at it. He but is, but, he but, but for these fantasy guys, when they pick the running backs, it seems like Ladanian is ahead of Westbrook most of the time. I think Ladanian gets a lot more <laughs> coverage than than Westbrook. And he also scores more. He does usually score more touchdowns, especially short yardage. The Eagles will usually bring someone else in, where Ladanian usually even gets those goal line carries. Right, right. Okay, listen, I got a couple veterans on the phone now, so they know if there's music, we got to take a break. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Bam, man. We're in Phoenix, living like it matters. We'll be right back after this mess. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Take a look inside the country's fastest-growing professional sports organization. Join Robbie Kendall for Inside the ABA on the Voice America Sports Channel. The show will feature weekly interviews with the owners, players, coaches, and influential league executives. Tune in and be a part of the fastest-growing sports organization in the world. You can hear Inside the ABA every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move oh, on. I just, and get I just ready. think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice of America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Man, man. And uh, I don't want to say we're going to save the best for last, but we're going to save this division for last. And this is the NFC West. And we're going to talk a little bit about the NFC West. And we're going to talk about, okay, first of all, I do want to say this, fam. And I got an email I told you last week from Carson. And, and Carson, uh, I want to address that email. And, and Carson wanted to know, you know, why didn't I feel that, that they should stay uh, and they being, of course, the Arizona Cardinals, you know, he felt that, uh, you know, that they should stay with, uh, with Matt and, uh, and let Matt have a chance, you know, to come in and, 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 and go ahead and, and take this team forward because he was going to future, be the future. And, and here's what he said to me. What he he said, say? don't you think that they should, put, uh, they should put Kurt as a starter? No, I'm saying he said, no, I'm sorry. He said that, that Matt would be, to leave Matt and push him out. If we push Matt out, then Matt would be gone. 
and they had such great high, high expectations for Matt. And, you know, wow, he wouldn't have gotten a chance to, to grow into his potential. Well, if you put Kurt in there, you're putting the best quarterback in there. If you put Matt in there, you're putting in second best. And here's my problem with Matt. And Matt Liner, never, you can't be a first-round pick and not live up to the expectations. You have to achieve at least what they expected you to achieve. I agree. When you're a lower pick, you can overachieve, and that's okay. But you can never be a high pick and underachieve. And so that's what I just want to answer that question for him. The problem with, you know, you know, if they don't put the best guy in there, you lose all credibility because everybody wants to win now. They don't care about your development. You should have did that in college. You should come in pro football ready to play. I agree. You know, when you look at Tony Romo, right, when you look at Tony Romo from the uh, from the Cowboys, he went to Eastern Illinois. He wasn't even drafted, and he comes in there and look at the way he plays. Now, here's Matt Leinart, USC, two national championships, Heisman Trophy, blah 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 blah, and he gets out there, and they get they did give him a chance. They have given given him plenty of chances to prove to the team, to the fans in Phoenix, to say, "I am the guy who's going to lead this team." to the glory land, and he has not done it. And well, well, they, need, they need to make, the coach needed to make a decision here, and, and Kurt Warner is a two-time Super Bowl champion. Come on, I mean, it's just, it's just so simple to understand. Now Matt, reading all the press on Matt, Matt now is going to be a harder player because now he's demoted. He now knows what he has to do. Well, he should have did that before. Well, he, he has more grit. He's a, he's a man now. Fan man, yes. the only thing he's going to be is he's going to be the pencil-carrying man. <laughs> because he's, gonna he's be not going to get... Dogs yeah, he's not going to get... He's not going to get... I to tell you guys he's going to be somebody else's good quarterback in a year or two. Well, you know what, Eric? Eric, this goes around and around. Every player that goes through Arizona, they always end up in Super Bowls or championship games. You know, and Leinart, you know, I don't know why. I don't think they like him. I think they there, there's something there that the team doesn't well, like the guy. I don't know what it he is. Has, I mean, he I has definitely underperformed for being a, a lottery pick you know, a, a top 15 pick in, in the draft. But at the same time, if you name Kurt Warner the starter, you've just given up on your first-round draft pick. That, that's, oh, exactly, that's okay. That's, that's exactly okay. what it is. Anyway, get it, back as to long me. as you're okay with that, then that's fine. But you also just lost any stock you have. Because now if you would have even <coughs> got Liner to be a formidable quarterback, you could trade them, but I hear what Ray's saying too. You got to put the team on the field that gives you the best chance to win. Well, now, know, I agree That's with Ray one hundred percent. I agree with uh, Ray one hundred percent. But when Ray came in last year, in the beginning, when when we first got together and started doing the show, and I was telling him about the Cardinals, and I was very negative, and he he came in with this positive approach about the team, and they're going to win, and they're going to do this and do that. I've been through twenty years of this with the Phoenix Cardinals. It's been going hey, on and on, on. They lose all the time. The fans are fed up. That they hate the ownership, the Bidwells, and they need. To put a winner on the, they need to put a winner on the field. The fans, they, they built this huge stadium that cost $400 million, and they go through all this stuff. They have to win games. They have to have a, 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 a cohesive starting unit that goes out and plays all the time and wins. Hey, and here's what know? I said. So you'll remember this, fan man. I put Matt under my radar. And I said Matt had to perform, and if he didn't, he had to go. And let me and explain. You know what? You're 100 percent right, right? And, and let me explain to some not, people. Not only did, Kurt, or did, did Matt Liner underperform. But Kurt Warner last year for the last eight games of the season put up better numbers than Tom Brady. He averaged oh, yes. 295 yards 
and 21 touchdowns in the last eight games of the season. And that's hey, guys, maybe you guys, let, let me explain something to you. If Warner was playing from the beginning, they probably would have got into the playoffs. Hey, hey man, I, I've he got was also probably the highest coveted backup quarterback in every fantasy draft I was involved exactly. in. Well, let me yeah. just yeah. explain yeah. this, guys. Hey, 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 guys, i got to explain this to you so the explain fans will what? understand. they they got to understand why I feel the way I feel. I played against some of the best quarterbacks that ever played a game, Hall of Fame quarterbacks. So I know what a good quarterback looks like when I see one. That's right. And let me tell you, let me tell the fans this also. When you see a quarterback, the the pass of which every NFL quarterback must be able to throw is that deep out. And that deep out, I keep telling you, has to be on a laser. Matt cannot throw that pass. If you can't throw that pass, you cannot be an NFL quarterback. There are things of which you are measured by. That is a pass that Matt cannot throw. Let me, you ask you this, Ray, let me ask you this question. They saw him in college. They saw him on national TV. He went through Indianapolis, through all the drills, through everything, and they drafted him high. Didn't they know that he couldn't throw that pass? Didn't they know that he was weak on that kind of a pass route? Well, let me say this to you. Do you remember where he thought he was going to go and where he went? You sure. know how many teams passed him up? And then not only that, let me just say this to you, too. They got a guy in here now who is the head coach who said to them, I'm sure, behind closed doors, just like I told you, fan man, when Ken Wisenhunt went to uh, Kurt Warner on the sideline after he came into his first preseason game yep. and threw an interception, yep. and he pulled him to the sideline, and he went to him, and I told you he whispered in his ear, I don't need to see you in preseason games anymore. I know what you can do. I just need to see what this other guy can or cannot do, yep. and then I'm going to make my decision. And yep. he saw that. He knew that from, from day one. I'm sure Ken Wisenhunt came in and even in his negotiation process said to these guys, listen, I am not committed to Kurt, I mean to Matt Liner. You guys drafted him. I didn't. I've got to have the ability. If I think Kurt's the best quarterback, then I've got to be able to put Kurt into the and lineup. you know what? I agree with you 100%. And, 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 and you look at the backup quarterback, uh, this Pierre, St. Pierre guy came out of Pittsburgh with Wiseman. He does better. He, he's better than Liner. I also I don't think the organization realized that Liner was going to have a bong in his hand more than he did a clipboard. That's right. Well, so. that didn't do any good. You know what? Uh, bringing, you know, having young girls come over to his big mansion in Arizona <laughs> and partying with the with the beer bong and everything else. Okay, John. Okay, fan anyway, man. Fan man. Fan man. Let's go. Let's go back to let's go back to the West. The, the yeah, NFL let's West. look at the West. Okay. Okay. Seattle, and I want Seahawks, you, fan Louis man. Rams, the Cardinals, and the 49ers. Eric, you go. I have a feeling, I know everyone thinks that they're, they're uh, dinged up and stink this year, but I have a feeling that although I hope the Eagles crush them week one, that the Rams are going to be the team that come out of the West. I think Steven Jackson, it's not going to hurt him sitting out the amount of time he set out of, of camp and preseason. And I think Bolger is the kind of quarterback that's not going to lose games for you. And they've got some retreads that I think have enough to get through what is the weakest division in football, only because they're in the weakest division in football. Ray, what do you think? Well, let, let me just say this. Uh, Steven Jackson, I think he later in the season he's going to get his win. But I'm telling you, in that first game, and don't they go into Philadelphia? They do. They go into Philadelphia in that humidity? Oh, no. I don't think he's going to. And they're going, and the defense is going to be all. I do not think he has a great game the first game coming out of the me shoot. Me neither. I think that's the wrong defense for him to go up against early in the season. So, you know, I don't know. But you're talking about division. You're not just talking about that one game. So I look at the Rams, and they possibly could be the team. But I'm just going to say this again. I don't think it's, you know, make or break for Ken Wisenhunt. But I think for the Arizona Cardinals, this is the most talented football team that they have ever had. Ever. And there's yeah, no doubt had. in my mind I agree with you 100%. that the Arizona Cardinals should Everyone win but, this but Jake division. Jake Plummer would agree with that. Uh-huh. Jake Plummer. <laughs> well, listen, I'll tell you one thing. I'm sure Jake Plummer, who was a decent quarterback, does not feel he's a better quarterback 
than Kurt Warner. He can't uh, no, possibly no, 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 that he can't way. say that. My, my feeling is on the NFC West, I think it's going to be the 49ers, uh, the Rams, and the Cardinals. And the Seahawks, I think they're down. Wait a second. That's, that's everybody in the division. Pick yeah. a winner. <laughs> no, I just, I just gave you my picks. <laughs> so who do you think's the one team out of those three? Since we are going back in six weeks, man, man. Yeah, we're going to be back here in six weeks. 49ers. I'll pick the uh, 49ers. Remember you said that, fan man. Listen, like you're listening to Real Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Man, man. We're in Phoenix living like it matters. I hate to say it, but I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. No fault for me to stay here. I've got to be made.